Okay. Hello, everyone. Good morning. This is Ari in the Air. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Today, I want to tell you a story. Something that occurred just a few days ago. And it upset me in a very visceral way. And this upset led to a deep inquiry as to why I was upset and what it means from a deeper philosophical perspective. I'm a little bit tired today. Had a big weekend out at my local paragliding site. Not paragliding, but thinking. Staying up all night and thinking with my friends. So, my local paragliding site is at a place called Pine Mountain. And Pine Mountain is in the Millican Valley. The Millican Valley is covered in sagebrush. It has the occasional juniper that are no taller than twice your height. And it is very deserty. The soil is a moon dust that has a tan khaki color. The sage has a beautiful turquoise. There's small bunch grasses and rabbit brush. But in general, it's quite dry there. In the spring, when we get some precipitation, we'll see Indian paintbrush and other assorted wildflowers that bring some color to an otherwise earth tone landscape. It is an amazing place to paraglide. It's very dry there, and it gets a lot of sun in the summer, so it creates quite strong desert thermals, and our state record is set from this site, and people have flown over 200 miles in single flights from here. I've flown 107 miles from this site. And the other day, we were out. It was Saturday. It was my best friend's birthday, and we all went paragliding. The site that we paraglide from in the evenings we call the Rock L, and it's privately owned. It's like a couple hundred acres right there, and a fellow paraglide pilot who's a uh, oncologist owns the land that we paraglide on. As I finished paragliding, I landed, I collected my gear, folded the glider, and I walked back to the truck, came around the corner, and there were a few of my fellow paraglide pilots, a few of my friends, and they were sitting there eating pistachios. Below them was a pile of pistachio shells in the dirt. This enraged me. I instantly said, what the fuck? This is littering. This is bullshit. You guys have to pick these up. They will stay here forever. 
the pilot in question here said, well, I don't know about forever. So just a little background here. A pistachio is a tree nut. It is native to the Middle East and Central Asia. To harvest these pistachios, they use a shaker, like a lot of tree nuts, which is a machine that grabs a hold of the trunk of the tree, and it basically puts a large, kind of a funnel almost, around the base of the tree, and then the machine shakes the tree, the nuts fall into the funnel and are collected. Pistachios actually, in their growth, they actually, the nut cracks open, the the shell cracks open to expose the nut inside. So processors are able to roast and salt the nut in its shell. The nuts that don't crack are then processed further and are used for things like pistachio ice cream and they make little, uh, the, the chunks of pistachio, right? But the ones that crack open on the tree tend to be the largest, and so they are used for those whole pistachios that we love to snack on. The shell of a pistachio is very hard, as we all know. If you've ever tried to crack one open, you find one in the bag that doesn't have a, a seam in it, and it's not cracked open. You try to crack it open with your teeth, you can break your teeth. A pistachio shell is extremely hard, and science has found that they can integrate crushed pistachio shells into polycarbonate plastics to actually increase their strength. If you're trying to compost a pistachio, it's recommended that you crush it with a hammer into as small of pieces as possible, and then you can expect that in your working compost pile it will take several years to decompose. Outside of a compost pile, a pistachio shell is unlikely to decompose in the course of several years, and especially in a desert climate like we have at Pine Mountain, you could expect that a pistachio shell would take the better part of a decade to break down. The question, the inquiry that I'm in is not whether or not putting your pistachio shells on the ground in the desert is littering. It's so clearly littering. If you were to take up, you know, if you were to hand out oranges to four of your buddies and everyone peel them and put them on the ground in the desert, that's so clearly littering. And an orange peel will decompose at an exponentially faster rate than a pistachio shell. So the question that I'm ruminating on is not whether or not throwing pistachio shells on the ground is littering. We all know that's littering. That's food waste. Don't put it on the ground. <laughs> that's, not what we're, that's not what we're wondering. But I was deeply upset by this. This is actually the second time that this particular paragliding pilot named Ryan, I've confronted him about throwing pistachio shells on the ground. Someone came to this site last year and had a pistachio snack and left all the shells on the ground. This was 18 months ago, and the pistachio shells are still on the ground there. I spend about probably between 40 and 60 days a year at this particular place. Me and my group of friends are certainly the most active pilots at the site, and we love it there. There is a level of stewardship that I have accepted 
by being there. I love the mountain and I love the place. And even though that this land that I'm on is privately owned, I try to care for it as if it's mine. So there was a part of me that when I saw this pile of pistachio shells on the ground, there was a part of me like the little boy in me that was really hurt that these people were littering my beloved paragliding site. They were littering their trash on my beloved place that I try to care for like it's my own. There was also a part of me that was pissed off that was tied into the reality that by littering you are, as an individual, you are disrespecting the commons, right? The commons and how we relate to it is of utmost importance right now. How you relate to the commons is of utmost importance right now. We are in a time between worlds. We are having to look at our own impacts, whether they are social, psychological, ecological, economic. And so coming around the corner to see an offense of the commons was very distressing for me. There was a part of me that wanted to be, that wanted to put an end to that immediately, that I wanted to punish them in a way or that I could reprimand them in a way that they would stop what they're doing, get on their hands and knees, pick up every motherfucking pistachio shell off of the ground, and vow to never do that again. But pride is an issue here, right? And the particular pilot in question had his, what seems to be his girlfriend or a female around. And so I think that me telling him that it was bullshit and they needed to pick those up immediately was not addressed. I was forced to just leave upset because there was nothing I could do right then in that state that I was in. But later that night, we stayed up night, we stayed up all night eating mushrooms and dancing. And this was just in my awareness. I just couldn't help but ruminating on this this thing that had upset me. And which doesn't upset me as much as the constant noise of the motherfucking landscapers that come and use their gas-powered things to mow the lawns every day around my house. (laughs) We'll get to that later. (laughs) Maybe another day. But there's a deeper inquiry here, and it's essentially based on this this feeling that I had that was I wanted to like I had this urge to tell them that 
their behavior here was part of the old world, and that the old world is dead, and that I won't accept that. That littering your trash on the ground is not something that we're going to do into the future. We are being called to evolve into a higher level of behavior and consciousness, and that kind of shit is not going to fly anymore. That kind of behavior is not welcome here. And we can't have any of that, especially at my local paragliding site. We definitely cannot have people who are willing to litter their trash here at our, in our community. And it was almost, it was interesting because I felt a deep philosophical riff, this divide between this pilot and I, because in general, I find this person to be thoughtful, intelligent, capable, um, and I have a, I have a deep respect for him and he, um, you know, we know each other, we're friends. And I felt this like rift between us instantly that was like, oh man, like if you're going to litter your trash here at our paragliding site, like we can't be friends. Like we literally cannot be friends. Like this is something that, this is not something that can just be swept under the rug. Like we're going to have to come to terms with what's going on here on a philosophical level. And that's hard to, that's a hard thing to do. And I think that there's so many people who are really afraid of having to face the reality that if your friends aren't on your principled level, then you're going to have to lose your friends. Like there's a reality there that I've accepted long ago that you can't be friends with rapists and you can't be friends with murderers and you can't be friends with people who litter their motherfucking pistachios on the ground. Like it kind of comes down to that, but there's a deeper inquiry here. That is, there's this reality, right? Like, like I said, a pistachio is a nut that is native to the middle East and central Asia. And as a mercantile modern man, I find myself in a position or we are invited into this intellectual inquiry where I can take my $8 and I can turn it into this bag of pistachios, right? And with that purchase, I now have the power to decide where is a responsible place for these pistachio shells to be. And like I said, this is not a question of whether putting pistachio shells on the ground is littering. We all know that's littering. And it brings me back to uh, inquiry that I've been in as a wilderness explorer for a long time on redefining litter. Okay, And in general, I've kind of redefined litter as into two parts. One is that if you put something somewhere that actually has an, an ecological impact, meaning that if something you put has a negative impact on the ecology, whether that's plant life or animal life, that is things like plastic in the ocean that uh, animals ingest and it makes them sick. This is 
things like if you poured a bunch of salt on the ground in the desert and ruined the soil composition. But that's not the only kind of litter. The other kind of litter that I kind of divided into is that it's going to have, it's going to be seen by another person that indicates your presence there. A wilderness experience is something that we need to keep sacred in the sense that you do not go into the wilderness and try intentionally to leave your mark because as other people venture out into the wilderness looking for any number of things, whether it's just experiential or spiritual or physical, there's so many different things that people can find in the wilderness that if you leave your trace there, whether that be plastic that does have an ecological impact or whether it be a pistachio shell that doesn't necessarily have a negative ecological impact, but it has a visual impact to alert other people who come behind you to let them know that you were there, that takes them out of their direct communion with nature. When you are in the wilderness and you look at the ground and you don't see a footstep, there is a level of communion that you are having with nature that is broken when you step across a cliff bar wrapper, right? A direct communion with nature can be broken by a pile of pistachio shells. And this is a important thing to understand. There are places in the world that things break down faster than other places. I live in the desert. And if you throw a pistachio shell on the ground, we are likely to have that pistachio shell on the ground for the better part of a decade. If you are in the Amazonian rainforest and you take a pistachio shell and you throw it on the ground, the pistachio shell is not only going to break down within the period of a couple of years, but it's going to be buried below layers of soil as leaves fall on top and decompose and become soil. It will push that pistachio shell down and down and down and you can't see it. Okay. So the pistachio shell in the Amazonian rainforest has a vastly different principled impact than the pistachio shell in the desert. And this brings me back to my point of, as a mercantiled modern man, I am invited into the inquiry of what is right and what is wrong and what is a appropriate final resting place for the shells of my snacks. It seems so obvious. It seems so obvious that the proper place is the trash. It seems so obvious that the pop, that the proper place for your pistachio shells to rest is not on the ground where everyone steps over them every day. It seems very obvious to us. But this brings us into another inquiry, which is, how do we deal with a discrepancy? How do we deal with a disagreement when we have two people, right? This person that I'm talking about is a friend of mine. He is very intelligent. He is thoughtful, although we are seeing some kind of crack in his thoughtfulness. 
And we have a deep philosophical disagreement as to the nature of how he's treating the commons, right? I am terrified. I am so... I would be embarrassed to be accused of a... an injustice on the commons. An injustice on the commons is something that you do not want to be accused of. Because essentially an injustice on the commons is not only an injustice on the person who sees it, but it's an injustice on everyone. It's an injustice on humanity and earth, right? A respect for the commons is something that we are desperately being called back into. And it's something that if we don't face in a thoughtful, philosophical way, that we will literally destroy the earth that we live on, that we will not be able to grow our food, right? This is on my most recent interview with Shane Ward. He's an Australian permaculturalist and regenerative land use expert, and he lays out for us the agricultural crisis, how we have all, through our supermarket purchases, being been feeding the agricultural crisis of how farmers basically pour more and more fossil fuels onto the complex problem of how do we feed all of us. And so in a way, we have all been having this injustice on the commons through our food systems. And when someone finds you in a breach of your responsibility with the commons, especially in regards to your pistachio shells, that is a that is something that you don't want to find yourself in. That is an a that's an accusation that you don't want to you know, you want to be careful with the commons because that's not yours. The land that you walk on is not yours and that is a you know, what is private property? Um, is a book, what is property is a book written by PJ Prodhorn, a French philosopher in like the 1850s or something. It's really, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of like, can humans rightfully actually own the earth? And what is the commons? That's a good inquiry to, to be in and a great book to look into a great argument. But The point that I want to get back to here is obviously, like I said, when I see this pile of pistachio shells on the ground, I was instantly very upset. I was irate. There was a part of me that like even touches on a violent impulse of like, if you don't pick those fucking pistachio shells up right now, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to make you pick up those pistachio shells, right? And which is like, that is a measure, that is a barometer of how deeply injustice I felt for everyone, because it's not just me that I want to defend in that position. That is something that, you know, like I want to defend all of our rights to be there at our local paragliding site without your food trash on the ground. 
obviously violence is not how we solve this. Like this is not something that we can solve through violence because if I have to kick the ass of every person who puts a pistachio shell on the ground, then I have to become some kind of tyrant. That's not what I want, and that's not who I am, and that's not the evolution that we're going towards. The evolution we're going towards is a evolution of awareness. It's an evolution where we all become consciously aware of our own impacts, and we don't accept externalities like the final resting place of our snack trash, right? And so... As I stayed up all night dancing on mushrooms, in the back of my mind was this pistachio shell inquiry. And I think the name of this podcast is Motherfucking Pistachios. I think that's that's great. But the question then becomes, what do I do? What is my response? How do I, if, if I claim to be a steward for this place that I spend so much time at. If I'm a steward, what does that mean in this conflict? Does it mean that I try to headlock this person into picking up their own trash? And there was a few hours as I ruminated on this that was upset knowing that these people were so prideful that they, that even though I was upset and I would bring my upset to them, even though that I could reasonably articulate to them that, hey, I think what you're doing is a breach of the commons and that I think that you're putting trash on the ground here in a place that is not yours and that's littering and you need to pick that up. That's about as far as I can go there without taking it to some kind of egomaniacal place that I have to physically intervene. And as I began to trip out on this really strong mushroom tea that we had made, I felt the conflict as some kind of hardness in me. I felt it as some kind of stone. And my desire for them to pick up these motherfucking pistachio shells was this hardness in me. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Mandelbrot set or what a fractal is, but I felt myself, I felt the drugs and I felt the experience taking that hard part in me and I had this like visual sensation inside of my mind that was like a hammer breaking rocks in sand and then continuing to pound the sand into finer and finer and finer and finer and finer pieces. And I don't want to be hard. I don't want to like have hard parts in my heart and hard parts in my self. I really don't want that. And the universe doesn't want that either because it keeps just breaking me down into smaller and smaller, finer and finer pieces. And what I came to realize was that as a steward of that place, my responsibility is to pick up those fucking pistachio shells. 
and that I have no other choice. If I care, I care enough to get down on my hands and knees and to pick up their trash. I also care enough to think long and hard about what role I have as a steward and what role they have and what possibly might be going on in their minds that leads them to throw those on the ground. Because the reality is that these people are smart and capable and can hear an argument. And one of my, the, one of the parts that was so painful for me was that I had already, you know, eight months ago or something told them, Hey, like pistachio shells are trash. You can't put those on the ground here. And to see them do that again was almost one of the things that was so painful for me was that they didn't care. They didn't care about what I cared about. They didn't care that their behavior brought me pain and that I had already gone as far as having a conversation with them about what it feels like for me to see their trash on the ground at our local beloved mountain. And I think that there is a false dichotomy here that they are operating on, which is essentially that if it's biodegradable, it can be thrown out the window and onto the ground. And that is obviously wrong because their shit is biodegradable, but they don't shit on the ground right there. So obviously that is not a accurate enough depiction of where the final resting place of your trash should go. And it seems that they are operating on a level where they are not fully aware of the socio implications of their behavior. They are stuck thinking about this pistachio shell will not harm the plants or animals that live here in this dirt. But they are not thinking about what are the implications for another person's psychology when they see my trash on the ground. Even though it doesn't have an ecological impact, there is a psychological impact that comes from this. This is a more meta-theoretical and integral way of thinking about where does your trash go? What are the biological implications? What does the shell do to the soil, to the animals? There is also a psychological impact, both inside of yourself, the person who throws the shell on the ground is having some kind of psychological experience that leads them to think that that's okay. But also it's an external sociological implications of what does this mean for the commons? What does this mean for humanity? Like literally, like, is this a scalable decision? If I can throw my pistachio shell here, is that scalable to every single person on earth? Can, Can everyone just throw pistachio shells on the ground then? And I think that you don't get far thinking that that's okay if you just go through the mental exercise of like, where else can I throw these things? You're like, okay, well, it's food trash. I need to throw it away. 
question of like, how do we get Exxon to stop polluting the ocean with its oil? How do we get our neighbors to turn their music down when it interrupts our sleep? There's not a really clear answer here, but the inquiry is more, if I care about something, if I claim to be a steward of something, what responsibilities does that put on me? If I claim to be, if I claim to care about something enough, then what is my behavior there? And what I kind of came to was that I have to get on my hands and knees and pick up the pistachio shells of those who don't care enough. And I also have to speak up in a kind and considerate, articulate way to ask them to, to try to get them to hear the case for not throwing their trash on the ground that is not just based in my own preference, but based in a universally preferable behavior that it is preferable that you would throw your trash away and that that the implications are actually much further reaching than just my own preference, just a me versus you type thing. Motherfucking pistachio shells. Right? <laughs> if you like this podcast, consider sharing it. And don't share it just, don't just share it randomly. Don't just share it on your wall. Don't share it on your timeline. Share it with the kind of people who are your intellectual counterparts. They are your thinkers, your co-thinkers. Share it with the people who are inside of your net of sense-making, who you are bouncing your ideas off of to try to make better sense of what is going on around you. Those are the kind of people who you want to share this type of inquiry with. You can also support this podcast by donating. That's paypal.me slash airy in the air. I really appreciate the people who have been supporting me trying to keep this whole thing going, listener-supported. So, I hope this is insightful. I hope this stirs up some thoughts for you, and I hope that the next time you eat a pistachio shell, you will recognize how beautiful it is that we live in such a globalized economy that a tree nut from the Middle East or Central Asia has traveled all the way to you, and that in doing so bestows you with a deep philosophical inquiry as to how you will interact with the commons, how you will interact with the rest of humanity. That's a lot of stuff and a little nut. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for being here.